All right, we're on. Hello, everyone. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. You want the new intro? Yeah. You good for the new intro? Here's the new intro. Okay. Welcome to Not the News. Nikki and Neil keep it buttoned for their day jobs on the early morning news. But this is Not the News. Hear what they really think and interviews with interesting people from all walks of life. And now, here are your hosts, Nikki and Neil. So we're getting real all of a sudden. That is so fancy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. All right. We're all of a sudden, we have now. a new intro and yeah. stuff. And also new is that we're going to be on YouTube, and you can Very see cool. this. So we've got uh, yeah. four cameras set up here at the studio. Which is perfect for we're, our guests. Which is excellent for our guests. And yes. I couldn't think of a better guest to start this, uh, the camera stuff off with. How lucky are we? How lucky are we? Do, do, you want to yeah, do the I want to introduce him because he's he's my future brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He, he pretty much is my brother already. He has been my brother for quite some time. Alexander Johnson, you probably know him because he plays for the Denver Broncos. He's kind of a big deal. You want to see him? Yeah, let's. All show right, him. let's see him. Is it working? It's got working. A camera on me. I got a camera on you. There right it is. there. The- it is. Ah! <laughs> Keep it on me. There's my little Alexander. Brother. How are you? Doing great. In from Denver. Yeah, literally just got off the flight, so you know, uh, I didn't. I don't got the corona virus, but you know, <laughs> I got a little uh, sneeze and cough going on. Yeah, you can't joke about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. Oh, uh, um, so you're you're in Nashville? Why? Oh, uh, well, I actually in Nashville, love uh, because my big sister is throwing my baby mama. A baby shower. So, <laughs> I think this is the best thing ever because you're about to be a dad, and that's probably the most exciting thing in your life right now. Which, considering your life right now, that's pretty impressive. Same oh, lot. oh yeah, I'm I'm excited to be a dad. I actually thought I'd be a, have a few more kids by the age of 28, but you know, got got working out in a perfect way. So I got my perfect first kid way. on the way, and I definitely want a lot more too. Yeah. So tell us how you're feeling about being a dad. Oh, uh, I'm just just excited. Like, uh, I know when I got when I when I got the news, uh, Elise called me and she was like, "Oh, oh, I'm pregnant." I was like, "Calm down, calm down, calm down." This is a good thing. Uh-huh. I'm happy. And she was nervous and stuff, Aww. but I was like, I was excited and happy because, like, I know I, I love I love kids. I love playing with kids, and like, I'm excited to have my own kid now. So I can't wait to start playing with my baby girl and just let her lay on my chest Aww. and. All the, the, all the things dad. that come with dad stuff. And, like, like I always tell myself, I'm an old man and so, but I'm a kid at heart. So, like, I'm ready to just play with my kids and just watch them grow and be the best dad, the best dad that ever dads can be. I that feel is like, the best way to describe him. I feel like if your dadding is anything like you're playing, it's going to be sure. pretty impressive there. So, what... Um, Wait, let's go back. So, I want to talk about how yeah. AJ... So, AJ is... Um, my brother, because my littlest sister, Elise, uh, they've been together. How long y'all been together? Uh, I guess six years, somewhere around yeah, there, six five years. years. Somewhere around there. I don't know. And they, they just. <laughs> Guys don't supposed to know that. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> Anniversaries and all that stuff. We don't know we that don't stuff at all. That. But you've, you've been my little brother for a long time. You guys have been together for a long time and uh, just moved out to Denver. How long has it been now? Uh, I'm about to be going on my third year of being in Denver. So I've been out there for two years so yeah. far. So going on my third season as a Bronco, I'm excited. I mean, that's Love impressive. The, the the amazing thing to me is when I watch you, and, and, I, and I went to school in Denver, and Denver football is the biggest thing ever. When I watch you, there's an intenseness, but there's also a joy. 
And it seems to me when you're out in the field, AJ, that like nothing is more important than what you're doing at that time. Yeah, like you like you said, uh, I'm very passionate about getting out on the field, compete and having fun and just enjoying it. Like yeah. you can't take it from granted. Like I I had to sit out playing ball for a few years and I told myself when I get back to playing playing uh playing ball again, I wanna be out there and bring the same type of energy I brought when I played at UT. I wanna I wanna bring the electric electri- electrifyingness and energy and everything that I played when I was was playing and bring it to the NFL and just bring it in even more. And like uh this past season I was able to get the get the start starting five games into the season and and we all cheered for it, you. It, it was a wonderful feeling to be able to get out on that field and just do what awesome I love doing. So I definitely it's a it's a passion of mine. Like yeah. it's something I've been growing up since I was five years old. I I always told myself I want to be in the lead and play for a long time. So it's it's on the right track right now, and I just got to keep keep going and keep grinding hard to keep accomplishing the goals I want to accomplish. You are. Tell us about growing up in Georgia. Good old Georgia. You know, I'm a little country. Yeah, I like being. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a country boy. So I grew up uh, in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, grew up in uh grew up in the hood, eight eight thirty five West Summit Street. But uh, it was it was a wonderful thing growing up. Uh, I think the way I grew up is uh. It gave me a lot of drive, a lot of motivation because mm-hmm. we didn't always have everything you wanted, or we don't always. Sometimes we had to go without and stuff like that. But I had a very strong, powerful mom. I had uh, f- uh, three brothers who I competed with, and just the way I grew up, it was very humbling and and it was it was a perfect way to growing up. You yeah. most people would be like, "Man, you don't want to grow up in the hood and stuff like that." Like I I, I take that because that's part of me. Yeah. So like what I how the way I grew up is it was. I think it drive me to be who I am today and my parents, my brothers, my grandma, all the families and like the stuff we have together and combined. It just, it was a perfect way to grow up. I would never change the way I grew up. Yeah. Your mother is one incredible lady, isn't she? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she raised some strong, there, smart, <laughs> successful, wonderful young men. Mm-hmm. She's my superhero. Yeah. I know people who are like, who you, who your hero, who you look up to is my mama just because her work ethic, seeing her work two jobs sometimes, coming back, forth, going to work, and just making sure we keep food on our table, feeding us, uh, raising raising all the boys up by herself. And obviously we had help from my grandma and my Johnson side of the family. I used to go to South Carolina all the time. And uh, I think where I got in contact with my outdoor and wildness side is when I go to South Carolina because we, we lived on a farm. Well, in South Carolina it was a farm, so, like, I grew up in the hood in Gainesville, Georgia, but then anytime I get a break and for school, my my mama ship us up and take us to our grandma's house, and we was on a farm. So running around with dogs, climbing, going under the houses, and just doing wild stuff out in the woods, I think that that's my my, my other side that I just love the most. <laughs> you said uh, football was early on passion for you. When when did you decide, like, you're all, all in? Uh, pretty much just from... When I came out the womb. <laughs> but no, I love. Did you do the dinosaur thing when you came out the womb? <laughs> no, I did. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> I hope my baby girl, when she come out, she's going to be like. <laughs> Elisa's looking at you like, oh, my gosh. Yep. yep. Hey. For my, for the gender gender reveal party, oh, yeah. she did a perfect thing. She had a dinosaur. How'd you do it? She had a dinosaur egg, and I was like, "Oh, that's perfect." So whatever. <laughs> Obviously, it was a pink, but when I cut it, 
it was pink. Like you cut into it and yeah. then you found out what it was girl or boy. And for some reason I was guessing a boy just because the way she, I don't know. I think she said boy one time and I was No, went, we oh. all thought it was a boy too. So yeah, there's obviously no preference, but I mean, now that you know. Yeah. Girl dad. Oh, well me personally, I was telling her. Let's wait until it pop out the wound. I don't care to know until it pop out the wound. You want to be surprised? <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, I don't care to wait until it pop out the wound, but nowadays that ain't going to work. Having sisters like y'all want to yeah, get no. stuff and families yeah. and stuff like that, they want to, you had to, you had to know what it was, but it definitely worked out, worked out perfect. So after, after Gainesville, a lot of people would have thought you probably would have gone to Georgia. That's the school everyone roots for down there. Right. You ended up going to old UT. Good old Rocky Top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, obviously, growing up, like I was saying, like I, well, at the age of, yeah, at the age of uh, six, funny story. So at the age of six, I was going to go sign up for uh, football, tackle football. And they was like, oh, no, you can't play. You, you got to be seven or eight to play tackle football. And I was like, mama, tell them I'm seven. Cause I ain't playing flag football. I want to tackle and hit because that's what I be, that's what I grew up doing. Like we play outside and play football, and we be playing tackle. We don't play no flag football. I like I'm not playing no flag football. So like, well, you gonna have to wait a year. I was like, man, this, this, I, don't I was mad. I was real mad. But I eventually end up waiting one more year. And I remember vividly telling my mom, I was like, Mama, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the NFL. I'm going to be one of the best who ever done it in the NFL. And that would be my whole life passion goal. And you always have people who tell you, oh, the percentage of you making it is small to none. And people people going to tell you, no, you need to have other dreams and stuff like that. And, like, granted, I did have, like, uh, doing other things. But I knew, like I said, I set my goal. When I set a goal, you can you can push and exceed whatever your goal is set, whatever, no matter what people tell you not to do or you should go another route. Like I was, de- I was bought in from then, and like my brothers and my pam- people know me. Like when I got something on my mind and set, yeah. I'm, I'm going for it regardless. Like you ain't finna tell me I can't do it, or you ain't like when people tell me I can't do something or I, I can't do it, it made me want to go even harder yeah, right. for it. AJ's the most stubborn person in a good way, and it's yeah. clearly worked out in your favor because you are stubborn and you work hard and you persevere. Yeah. yeah. So what I want to ask you is that first, like you went to the Broncos, the press practice squad and then on to the team the first day that you started i want to i want to know what how you felt the first day i mean when well, when you walked on the field was it was it at mile high uh yeah it was it was at mile high is at mile high and you walked out the, i can't I remember i yeah. i looked at your stats and i was like like he had a great game against the titans unfortunately you had a great <laughs> game against so and so on browns he had a great game against um but but any field walking out starting what what what's it like well, for for those of us that watch it was actually um so you're saying like it was actually one of the frustrating hardest times that I had to go through because I worked my butt off to get to leave like literally like, when I got there I was not I wasn't able to play like I was on the 53 man roster but uh, I didn't I wouldn't be, I didn't allow me to play yet and uh a lot of people just kept telling me, be patient, stay patient. I was like, you only get to be so patient for so long. Like, people telling me to be patient. Like, you don't really know how patient I was. And t- then, like, I had the opportunity where I'm in the NFL, in the league, and I'm not being able to play my first year. Right. That was right there. That was real tough because I know what type of player I am and I know how good I am. And, like, that's my whole goal is, like, I want to be one of the best who ever done it. And, like, my mindset and my 
my passion and drive for me getting on the field and playing and busting my tail, I don't think nobody can outwork me yeah. in that set and that in that uh in that expert in that part of uh part of the football world. So like that was tough not be able to play my first year. But then just made around. your desire better. Uh huh. So roll around to my second year, I was able I wasn't able to start. Like yeah. they had me starting uh throughout the uh, preseason. So I was starting throughout the preseason and then they brought another guy in, and they started to mow me for the first game. And I was like, man, I was like, God dang it. <laughs> they're like, people just be patient, be patient. I was like, man, when I get my opportunity, I'm going to show them. Like, <laughs> so, fourth, fifth it's, game, it rolled around. It just grew inside you. Yeah, it, it just grew growing, inside. Growing. Yeah. So, my first game I was able to start was against the Chargers, and and from there it was just all uphill. Yeah. I was, I, they ain't got an interception. and Not downhill. To, yeah. Uphill. Uphill. All uphill. uphill. <laughs> so got an interception and then got got the game ball for that game. And that was just it was a it was a wonderful feeling. And a lot of people asked me, like, man, he came out of nowhere. What how like well people think I came out of nowhere, yeah. but I always knew I was one of the best, best linebacker in the league before I even stepped before I even got to the league. Like just just my mindset is like I wanna you gotta speak about what you bring about. So it was a wonderful feeling able to just get out there and do what I love doing. And any of your fans who knew you from your UT days knew it's not a surprise yeah. for us. We saw what you did in college. We we knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. What was well, college that. like? Tell, I mean, tell people who aren't aware about your days at UT. Well, I like to put this fun fact out. Uh, I be telling guys all the time. I could have I won the Heisman my sophomore year in college. <laughs> that's the year when Man Tateo won Heisman. Yeah, that's right. I was like, man, I had more tackles than him. He had more interceptions than me, but I had – Six rushing touchdowns as an inside linebacker. I think if we was if we was going to national championship or our team was uh, had a better winning record, I probably could have been on that Heisman list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That that just tells you like what type of player I type of player I was in college is like I I was an explosive player. I played hard. I bust my tail and like I wanted to be the best. And anything I, anything I do, I want to be one of the best at it. So I like people at tennis UT know who type of player I am. So now people in the league starting to starting to figure out and see like I end up being like number 46 uh 46 uh player in the PFL P, yeah P, right. whatever they call I it I can never remember what it's yeah. called so what, what I'm uh, like I think most people don't understand the work it takes to get in like your I've seen your workout routines on online and, and it's insane so are, like it's a lot like you can't stop. Like you, like you walk out three times a day or two times a day on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, it's it's just drive. Like some people don't like working out, but I love working out. Like yeah. I love working out. I love keeping myself in shape. So, like, just I took I took yesterday off and. What? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. So I don't, I don't work out every. You day. want to stop the interview right now? <laughs> you want to stop the interview for a quick workout? <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get one in early tomorrow morning, but yeah. like, like a a routine for me. I woke up to do yoga. Yoga, and, yeah. When did you get into that? I've been doing yoga for the past nine years. I've yeah. been practicing yoga for the past He's nine years. A big believer in yoga, right? I love yeah. it. So like, I yeah, yoga is. If you if if y'all listen to this and you're an athlete or do anything that uh, athletic related, you need to do yoga. Cause that's gonna take you very, very far. It's gonna keep you from getting major injuries, hurt anything. Cause I like I 
ever since I've been playing ball, I never missed a game yeah. from an injury. Like, I never really been major hurt. Obviously, I had nicks and bruises and stuff like that. No, I don't knock on wood. Because <laughs> ever since I was five years old, I tell my, I say I don't get hurt. And I didn't. I never been, like, majorly hurt. I've been nicked up and bruised and strained MC, I mean, strained, uh, MCL and stuff like that, but I still was able to play. So I think yoga is a big thing and it's a big key just keeping your body limber yeah. and flexibility and strong. So yoga, workout, and then do do boxing. Like, I love doing boxing. Boxing, too. Yeah. During the time I wasn't playing ball, I was actually about to pick up doing MMA. I was training at a gym called – in Knoxville called the Shield System, and I was training there to pick up for my first debut, but it wasn't able to happen. But boxing is probably my uh, second love. There's or really MMA is my second love. Not a lot AJ can't do sports-wise. No, Truly. definitely not. Truly. I think one of the things I love most about you, obviously because you're my, my little brother and you love my sister, but is your positive attitude. You are one of the most positive people I've ever met. And you remind me of my dad in that way. And you always have this incredible outlook on life. And your faith that everything is going to work out is just like, it's infectious. And I remember my husband saying something one time. He said, just being around AJ makes me feel more positive. And I it feel makes it now. me feel, yeah, right. right? Like it's just, it's contagious. And that's clearly carried you out through your entire, entire life, especially when you went through that hard time and you weren't playing football. And I know you don't want to talk too much about that, but it makes me angry when I think about what you went through and it was so unfair but you don't look at it that way no nah. yeah, it's, it's you can't really look at it unfair you only can control what you can uh, control and at the end of the day is like you said you got to stay positive prayed up staying positive and control what you can control that's the biggest thing so like i'll never i don't have no hate or no grudge against nobody or nothing like that and like you said only way, only way up is being positive. You can't be moping around and be sad and mad at people for something like something you can't control. Over. Right. So being positive is one of the biggest things. So prayed up and being positive. And I always tell people what you think about, you bring about what you pray about comes about. It's amazing. So I, I know there's um, a lot of Denver people watching. What's what's Denver like? What's, tell me what 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 the city's like and how you how you how you're adjusting and everything. Oh man, it was perfect. Uh, when I when they had uh, called me and told me they wanted me to come up for a tryout, I had a few teams uh, call me and want me to come out there. But I, obviously, I chose Denver, the, the very first place I wanted to go. Yeah, just because I love Denver. I love Colorado. Right. I should say because before I got with the team, I actually been to a been to a playoff game there and watched them play. And the atmosphere of the game was just amazing. Yeah. But the most what I was saying earlier, how I love outdoors and things like that. Like I go out there snowmo snow snowmobiling and hiking <laughs> and I hike three fourteener. So like just being out in Colorado is is uh it's perfect for me because I know uh people are like, Man, why you be going out into the mountains and doing stuff like that and being up like man, it's peaceful. Like Mother Nature is peaceful and it's brings calm to your body and it's just like like if I could get to choose to do anything other than play play ball and stuff like that, but sure. like this was like what center me and calms me and just make everything peaceful and better is just going for a hike up in the mountains and just being out of mother nature. You can't beat that. I'll but call I, just AJ and Elise on a Tuesday night, and the two of them are out on a walk. I'm like, oh, are y'all just walking around the neighborhood? Oh, no, the these pictures two are on an with, the, with the chocolate walk. lab. Yeah. yeah, right, are, are amazing. <laughs> Hadley and Capo. So going yeah. to school in Denver, like they used to do uh, cut-ins, like in the middle of the day, breaking news because John Elway had a hangnail and he wasn't in practice that day. So there's a big media spotlight 
there. What what's it like? Like, are you recognized when you go around town, or like, what are how are what's it like? He's for a you? recognizable guy. Anyway, I know. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Everything. I mean, look, look at him. Yeah, look at him. Well, <laughs> granted, before I ever like start with Denver, like I'm a big black guy with dreads, and people be looking at me like, oh, he got to play some. Type He's of ball. somebody. Oh, yeah. he got to do something. Yeah, but like uh. Like when, my first year there, uh, obviously, people actually recognized me from uh, UT. So I was yeah. sitting at a sitting outside at a restaurant one time, and dude walked by. I'm like, AJ, AJ Johnson. <laughs> oh man, I went to UT. I'm like, oh for real, what's up? <laughs> got to speak with him and talk, chopped it up with him. So actually, this past Halloween, I actually ran into three groups of people from UT. It was one guy, and then it was like three girls, and then it was like groups of people from, from UT ran in, ran into me on Halloween, but. I think people uh, up in Denver recognize me a little more obviously past this right. this past season for oh, me man, playing and stuff season. like that. So I know I was just at the uh, the Raptors game, the, ho- the, the yeah. hockey. Uh, I was at the game right there. And, the uh, Avalanche. Yeah, I said Raptors. I don't know why I said Raptors. <laughs> what I'm thinking about. You're thinking about yourself because you're a Velociraptor. Well, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Oh, those pesky, <laughs> those pesky Avalanche. Um, but but you but you went to a school where UT was everyone's crazy about football. And then you went to Denver, everyone's crazy about football. So you're saying you're kind of used to it. You're like you're you're used to knowing that people eyeballs are on you. Yeah, uh, like you said, coming from UT, I was obviously people always knew who I was just walking yeah. around and stuff like that. And uh, it's pretty cool and humbling just to know people recognize you. And then going to Denver, that's like their atmosphere and their environment is. It's, it's almost like college atmosphere environment mm-hmm. just because sure. the energy they have at the yep. stadium. Like, I know my first first game going there, I was like, man, it y'all feel like UT a little bit. Obviously, nothing can be like UT. But <laughs> a little orange in the stands. I like, it's orange, light showing. I like, the, the, the fans are great. I was like, it's pretty sweet here. So, I like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great great air, great time. Yeah. What's it like running through the T in Knoxville? Man, you can't really put words on it. Like my first time ever running through it, or any time you run through it, it's just, just seeing like jolts and all type of feelings through your body. It's it's a wonderful feel. Like it ain't too many feelings like that running yeah. through the tee. Yeah. And then scoring a touchdown in that checkerboard end zone is pretty sweet too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's real sweet. Not too many inside so, linebackers get to do that. So hitting people and <laughs> slamming them on their head and stuff like that is it's nothing like that but just running into the checkerboard end zone and you just run out remember like one of my first ones i was just running i was like i'm in the end zone i just kept running to the che- checkerboard i was like oh my goodness and the crowd was going crazy and wild i was like that was, a, it was that was a pretty sweet feeling it's awesome to watch too i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> it is pretty awesome to watch i i i can't even um can't even imagine what your life is like because it, it's to me um being recognized everywhere you go, out even outside of Nashville, and and doing what you do, you hold yourself to a, a, a level that few people do. I wouldn't say few people do. It's, I'm just a regular guy. Like, yeah. granted, I play ball and stuff like that, but outside people, of football, what and, do you like to do? Pe- uh, outside of football, hike, yoga, workout. <laughs> He takes Pilates. Elise teaches Pilates on the Megaformer, which if you don't know what a Pilates Megaformer is, Google it right now. Mm -hmm. It looks like a torture device. (laughs) And to see AJ get on there. You've done Pilates too? Oh, yeah. That's not tough. (laughs) And her classes, Elite classes, be extra tough. I wish we had a camera on What's the name of the studio? Uh, She work at like three different studios. 
Legree Lux and then Potty's Evolution. So if y'all uh y'all are ever in uh Denver, go ahead and check her classes out. She pushes they, you a little bit further, doesn't she, too, though? They some real classes. <laughs> You're going to feel them burning from your toes <laughs> to your neck muscles. <laughs> so, uh, new dad, uh, new NFL player. Um, what, 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 come, what, like, what are the goals? Where, where do we go from here? Where do we go? What are the goals? Like, where, where, do you, where do you kind of envision things? Like, just staying in the NFL as long as you can, staying healthy. Doing all the right things. Yeah, well, I always, I always, that's one of the biggest things I tell. Like when I go speak to kids and stuff like that. Yeah, man, have a goal. Like you got to have a goal set. Like no matter what your goal is, pick a goal out, set it, and work towards that every day. Because if you don't have nothing to goal, what you live in life for, like you just going through each day in and out, just going through, going through the day, and you're not working towards nothing. So like ever since I was five years old, I six, six seven years old little kid. I had my goal set for what I wanted to do. I wanted to make it to the NFL. I want to have a family, a lot of kids, and be able to take care of my mama, tell my mama she don't have to work again, and make a lot of money. <laughs> so, like, those are the goals I had set. And granted, I had little different different parts inside those goals all set and everything, too, like football-wise and stuff. But, like, I'm at this point right now where I just want to go out there, play the best that I can play this season, be the best player I can be, be one of the best players in the league, and – Obviously, I got a baby girl on the way. Be the best dad ever in the world. I can't wait till she pop out. I love it. And then make it to this next contract and make some money where I can tell tell my my girl my uh, my baby mama don't want to work. She ain't got to work. But tell my mama, <laughs> but she's she gonna, don't, she don't got to work. She ain't got to work. Yeah, she gonna work. But you know, if they don't want to, they ain't got to. Like be able to like be able to tell the people that I love dearly. Like you good. Like you ain't got to worry about nothing. Like granted, I know my mama. She. She been grinding for a long time, yeah. so I want to be able to get her get her home, put her in a house in somewhere on Lake Lanier. Like you, good mama. You can go grind if you want to, or you can just go work out. Go. That's that's the biggest thing. Make sure my, make my make my mama work out when she ain't got work no more. Keep her on the uh, keep get get a uh, drop of some uh, some LBs. But, uh, <laughs> mama, go work out. Oh yeah, she know I'd be on her. But uh, pretty much those those are my goals and those pretty much been my life's goals. But and. Just enjoying life, like pretty solid. You never, you never know, man. Life's short. Pretty you gotta solid. enjoy every day. And granted, you are gonna have mountains, and you gotta climb. Like people think, oh, you in the NFL, you uh, oh, you made it. No, I'm in the NFL, and I'm I made parts of what my life goal is. But it ain't just get to the NFL was just the main goal. Yeah. So just keep climbing, and granted, it's uh, something I learned when you make more money or more responsibility come, you have more different problems and stuff like that. So if you still have your own your, your own in problems and stuff like that in life, but you still just got to keep pushing, stay, stay prayed up, and just keep going hard. Who are some athletes you look up to? I know a lot of people compare you to Al Wilson. That's got to be nice to hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually. So uh, you were saying earlier, growing up, um, mm-hmm. I must, I'm, why I didn't go to Georgia? Well, when I was growing up, I really didn't know nothing about college. All right. I knew is I want to go to the NFL. I want to play football. And the only college that I knew was Georgia and Florida. Like that's that's the only teams I really yeah. knew about growing up was Georgia and Florida. So just growing up, and then once I started getting a whole bunch of offers and stuff like that, I started learning about different histories of school and stuff like that. And and just going to UT when I went to UT, I went visit there one time when Lane Kiffin was the coach. I like, oh yeah. I think this is where I'm coming. I committed. I committed then. So you bought in the lane. 
I really want to say I bought into Lane. I bought into UT. UT. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, like granted, that. he was a great recruiter. I had Coach yep. O as a recruiter at the time and who don't, who don't love Coach I O. I mean, <laughs> who don't go love Tigers. Coach O. Uh, yeah. so, go Joe. So then they, they left and then Dooley came into UT and they started uh, recruit me. Uh, well, they still kept recruiting me at UT. And I went there again and visited. And I was like, yep, this is the place I'm going to be. Just It just my gut feeling. It was it was perfect for me. It was just loved the environment there. So and end up being a end up going to UT from there. But just I forgot what I, what the question was. Oh, I asked well, about Al now. Wilson. Any athletes you looked up? Any players oh. you looked up to growing up? Well, obviously Al Wilson. When I learned about when I learned about UT, then I learned what Al Wilson was, and yeah. that was like, oh yeah, I love Al Wilson, but. Before Al Wilson, it was Leonard Little. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up a Leonard Little fan. That was one of my favorite players growing up, just from being with the the show the the show on turf with the Rams. So Leonard Little, Marshall Falk, Ray Lewis, and then when I found about UT and stuff like that, Al Wilson. Obviously, Al Wilson jumped over uh, Ray Absolutely. Lewis for me because yeah. I know Al Wilson. We got a pretty cool relationship and then hung out, ate dinner and stuff like that. And, Kicked it with each other, so I love that guy. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, Christmas is a pretty special time for you because you're a Christmas Eve baby, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it was. It was pretty. I love Christmas time just for. That's the what joy. I was kind of getting at right there yeah. because I feel like it, it. It's extra special to you. Yeah. So I love Christmas time for the joy and what it brings and happiness and stuff like that and Jesus and everything. I love that. I love Christmas time, favorite part of year. Sure. But as a kid growing up. Oh, happy birthday and Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the right. <laughs> yeah, they only gave you one gift. Oh, man. <laughs> so that was, that was the uh, sucky part about it, but I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Once I got older, it it changed. I was getting two gifts then because of my lovely family here. <laughs> I used to get two gifts, but growing up, it was happy birthday, Christmas. It was one gift, but here you it, go, Alexander. Part of it. Congratulations. But love, love Christmas time. I want to talk about your celebration in Denver because oh, that is like this. one of the most, I think it's probably maybe the best NFL celebration. Wouldn't you think? Um, it's one of the most unique, yeah. if not the best. Describe it's, it for it's us. Like maybe, it, will, you like, give us an, will you give us one? First so, of all, where did it come from? So it actually came from uh, one of my teammates uh, from college, Gerard Horton. And uh, I just stole it from him. Right? <laughs> so, like, Best I, ideas. So we, we love you, Orna. We literally was used to go around campus and going like, like scaring people, making noise, and people be jumping and scaring them. So like, we used to, we've been doing. I've been doing it for the longest, and so well, obviously I did it in in the game one time, and people loved it. And I was like, man, when you start doing that and stuff, I was like, shoot, I've been doing that for years now. <laughs> I just never did it on the field because I've been doing it when I was at UT. But I never did it at a celebration, obviously, because I had I had different other celebrations when I had UT. I had to light them up. That, light them up, yeah, that like was my that. favorite. Yeah, yeah, I did that one time in the league, and uh, they fined me like five thousand dollars. Oh no, are you kidding me? Yeah, they got me. <laughs> what? But look, funny thing. So I did it, and like they uh they sent me to find and stuff like that. And I was like, I had to go do my uh, appeal and stuff like that. And I was like, it was a, actually just one of my signature moves when I was at UT. I literally used to get I did a couple games. I done got the uh, smoky gun and run around with the smoky <laughs> yeah. gun after a win. Right. So I like it's something I've been doing from college days, and it was actually my first game ever playing. So I brought the light them up out, and so like four weeks passed by. They still ain't said they was gonna find me or not. So I was like, shoot, I guess they're not gonna find me. And I end up posting it. 
And next day, you know, that week I seen the uh, the fine no. of my locker. I was like, oh, <laughs> they was waiting to see if I do anything with it. But it, I seen it. Somebody, one of uh, one of my brothers told me they seen it on a. Uh, on ESPN, not ESPN, they seen it on some TV, uh, like the celebration. They seen it on TV, and they was like, "Oh shoot, I, I guess they're not gonna find it. It's on TV." I'm like, "Oh shoot, I can post it now." Yeah, <laughs> but no, nah, they got me. So <laughs> I won't be doing that again. Well, the Dinos <laughs> just as great because when I went to see him play, who were y'all playing? The Chiefs. And we uh-huh. left the game, and we were walking through the tunnel, and kids were screaming, Dino, Dino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that celebration is obviously is going to be this. It's going to stick. It's going to stick, be one of the signature ones. But I'm going to definitely come out with different, different other celebrations, dinosaur-related right. and stuff. Because I, I grew up loving dinosaurs. Jurassic Park was uh, one of my favorite shows. And um, Land Before Time, I used to watch that all the time as a kid. So I loved dinosaurs growing up. And... And since uh actually since I done that I actually got with I was with uh the news up in uh Denver and went to Dinosaur Ridge and got to do a little history tour with them uh, with that's the news cool. and stuff like that yeah. so that was pretty sweet. I made I made Neil watch that one day. Bless you. That's all right. Um, it's not the Kona. The, <laughs> I mean scary stuff. Um, are you are you a fan? Like I don't know if you want to talk business or not, but you're a fan of, the, of them doing more games in the year, or oh, um, yeah. are you in uh, more playoff games and one extra game in the year? Any any thoughts on that, or you want to? I understand uh, if you don't. Well, I don't, I really ain't thought much into it. Like, Just another like game. I love playing football, so like, <laughs> right. I got a lot of people. I hear a lot of other guys, or you see people saying, "No, we don't need to do no extra game, no more games." I'm like, oh, granted. I don't, I don't know what the perks to it or the, the benefits sure. you can have. Sure. I don't really. I haven't looked too much in the detail, but shoot, if you get a, it's, it's extra three more games. They saying if you get the playoffs, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, so extra three more games. So I got a chance to make some more money. I, I'm cool with that, sure. and I love love playing ball. You love so, being out there, yeah. yeah so yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, you see I ain't saying no to it, but I don't know all the perks they got in and out for it. So sure, but. Too I'm early. Sure. Yeah. Too early. I get it. You just love football. Yeah. I uh, also want to talk about your auctioning off your cleats. Oh, yeah. In memory yeah, yeah, of your yeah, yeah. grandmother. Uh, First of all, uh, tell us about your grandmother because she was a special lady, too. Oh, yeah. So, um, my grandma, uh, she uh, she part of uh, a lot of my life goals and my drive, too, just because, like, I grew up, um, she, she like, my, me growing up, she always was uh, a little sick and elderly and stuff like that. So, like, I didn't know her back in the day when she was, like, she used to. She started the first Boy Scout known in Gainesville, Georgia. She used to feed the homeless and everything like that. She was an outgoing woman, strong, powerful woman. But just uh, just growing up, she been always been a great person for me. Uh, I used to go to her house all the time and go pick up the newspaper for her, run to the stores back and forth for. Her, and obviously, got a little sick and elderly, and we got to the point where she uh, we knew she had dementia and Alzheimer's and. Yeah. So uh, she stopped calling me uh, AJ. So she, one of her things she used to call me is her Hall of Famer. So she used to call me her Hall of Famer. Oh, that's my number forty-five. Oh. And like just just over the years of me going back home and, and stuff like that, I'd be going into her like, "Grand, what's up?" She'd be looking at me like she ain't sure who I was, and then they had to show a picture, and I was like, oh, look, that's my 45 up there. And I'm Aww. like, yes, that's me, girl. What a sweet woman. So she always remembered me. That's my number 45, so that number always hit home for me. That always be my always be my number that's close to me because that's one thing my gram did remember. Well, she'd look at that picture and start pointing her hand. That's my 45 up there, but she ended up passing away. Uh, that was a, it was tough, but yeah, 
she was a she was a great woman, a uh, strong woman, and that's one of the reasons why I, I support uh, Alzheimer's just because of just my I know what it goes, what people have to go through, and how it is just going through it and seeing seeing somebody you love dearly just not really remembering you and stuff like that. Oh. So I actually got some cleats I'm auctioning off right now. It's uh so we have uh, each game each year you know. Uh, NFL do my my calls my cleats. I end up getting an extra pair made, so I can auction them my my own pair off as well. Because my first pair awfully auction off to off timers as well. So I'm doing auction off for these cleats and this these these cleats will be benefiting the All Timer Association in Tennessee. So decided to do my own do my own auction off just just to raise a little more raise a little more awareness and raise some. Uh, some benefit with anything that can I wish we could it. show them because it's, they're yeah. they're beautiful and it's it's what it's a happening tribute. right now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. people yeah. can they bid? It's on your Instagram. Is that a good place to go? Yeah, you uh, you actually can bid on them at uh my brand. We have I haven't mentioned my uh, clothing brand. Yeah, let I want to talk about that too because <laughs> hold on, let me get let me get a close up. Hold explain on, what hold Chief on. Beast is. You are. Yeah, yeah. that's go. a Godspeed right there, and then that's my logo right there. So CB is, is his logo and his brand. First of all, can I just say, your joggers are one of my favorite pieces of clothing, hands well, down. Thank you. No, I'm not just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm obsessed with If you are ever looking for a pair of jogger, joggers, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. you need a pair of the Chief Beast joggers. Okay, now tell us about how you came up with CB. So... Y'all can go auction, you can go auctioning for my signed Warren Gang cleats at chiefbeast.com. But I came up with CB45 is, like I was saying earlier, you set goals, and that's one of the goals I had set was I'm going to start my own brand and my own clothing line growing up. And I told, like, my brothers and all them knew, I was like, I'm going to start my own brand growing up and clothing line when I get to the NFL. And I actually started it before I got to the NFL (laughs) because – I had to delay knew. on that, delay on that. So I actually started my own my clothing line of brand before I got to the NFL, and and it's CB45, which stands for Chief Beast and Continue Believing. So uh, I came up with the Chief and Beast, obviously, because I was growing up since eighth grade. Yeah, I've been known Beast, and then when I got to college, I eventually adopted the Chief just be, from being a leader and stuff like that. So when I got done with college and stuff, I combined the both. So like. I came up the 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 thing of for Chief Beast is you can be you could be a chief like you know chief is a leader head honcho the leader and then a beast is somebody who's good at their field and like the one of the best at the field so why not tie both you can be the leader and be one of the best cuz you know you have some people just the leader but they really not the best at the field yeah. so tie both of them together and you can be a beast I mean you be the head head leader and one of the best at your field so tie that together and then I came with the continue believing it's just something that I, I go by is like no matter what you're going through or adversity you're going through, you got to continue believing in yourself and believing in God and you can make it through anything. Like if, if you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in God, it's going to be hard for you to overcome any adversity you're going through. So that's how I came up with the CB45. I love it so much. Yeah, your guy he, le- he sells leads t-shirts, by example. sweatshirts, pants, yoga pants. Oh, what else? I mean, there's so much on your site. Got dad hats. Dad hats. Dad little, hats. Yeah. A <laughs> little, little bit of everything. I love it. Little so baby baby beast. If you're going to get some TV gear, go ahead and hop on it because we about to be dropping down our um, dropping down on some production and just having a little limited on our stuff. So. Do you sell these pop sockets? Um, oh, my. I need to. I, I, hold on a second. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got, okay. Can you see it right there? 
How about that face right there? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you need to get the face on. There you go. You had to get the face on. I, I was hoping. That's the, that's the BM. I didn't want to have to wear my T-shirt with that face on it for this interview. So I'm, I'm like. That's, uh, that's Elise, my little sister's. Uh, she made that face a while ago, and we've been able to troll her ever since. Mm-hmm. You, you need to make some Chief Beast T-shirts with that face on there. I do. They probably sell, too. I'll send it to you. I'll send you, I'll send you a, the logo. We'll work on something. Have it, have it go up. <laughs> oh man i want to listen thanks for coming on the well, podcast i'm not done yet i have another question oh yeah i guess to hear him well to hear him describe this is aj is just he's so motivational as you can tell and i'm I just sorry can't i was get looking at my watch you were like we are on a schedule i know i do I need you're to on a schedule <laughs> I, I, I do I, I, so absolutely 100 i need to get home and feed any but i want to hear aj you were out of football for how many years three three and years. a half three and a half years technically four without playing so the entire <laughs> During that time, you held down how many full time jobs? Uh, had so I I worked. So during that time, I was I was I was dedicated. Obviously, I worked at a reach tractor, John Deere, for mm-hmm. a few months, and then I switched over and started working at a job called Smoky Mountain Solutions, which deals with like radiation and things like that. He was doing so, and you were, had a personal training business. Mm-hmm. So I did personal training, yeah. and then I trained myself. So yeah. I had a, a full schedule, like nonstop. I would wake up, uh, I get three workouts in in a day while working on a uh, six to four, nine to five, nine to five job. Yeah. Get three workouts in a day and then go to the gym and be able to train for my MMA yeah. for my debut fight. So, so many people in that position would be like, well, oh, just, you know, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to give myself a break. And AJ, you went harder. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. You gotta gotta go hard, man. That's that's one of the biggest things. Like something ain't going your way, or you, stuff you, stuff ain't working out the way you thought it'd be working out. You can't just fold your head and give in and tap up. You just gotta uh, buckle up and keep going even harder and keep pushing and stay prayed up. <laughs> and then fast forward to when you finally get that call. You're going to the Broncos. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what that was like. That was a uh, that was amazing. It was it was actually um so when I got up there. I literally did like a 15 minute tryout and it was like, all right, we want to sign you right now. Let's sign you right now. I'm like, oh shoot, they're trying to sign me right now. I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me, let me uh, talk with my advisor and you stuff like that and like go over the contracts and stuff. Cause I don't have an agent. So I, rep- <laughs> I represent myself and my advisor, uh, me, me and him we did pretty well with just going over contracts and seeing how stuff we wanted to do. But like, it was a pretty much major 15 minute tryout and they wanted to sign me right then. So that's a that's a big blessing. That's and it was amazing. amazing. And then the first time you step on the field, I know you talked about playing on the field, but I want I want to talk about that first tackle because I remember watching it. We were watching back play a video, and I was just like, I saw it. 100 can you times imagine on your phone? what was yeah. going through your mind and your body? You haven't been on the field in so long, and you finally get that tackle. I mean, yeah, you, I'm I sure you'll never forget that. I can't say it didn't look like I haven't been on the field because you know it I did? stay yeah. ready, <laughs> <laughs> stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. That's a key. That's a good. That's a good point. So you don't have to get ready, and that's one of the biggest things I like. I did, but when just going down, getting that first tackle, I think it was it hit home when I was standing on the sideline and the national anthem was playing. I just had tears just dropping from my face, just tears and that. And uh, (laughs) like teammates was coming up to me, pat me, and be like, "Man, you here, man?" Like just pat me because obviously, once I got to the team, they knew the stuff I had to overcome and uh, go through to get to the league. So they'll just pat me and stuff like that, and. Then I got that first hit. It was like, ooh. <laughs> and I got I'm up here. and I was just like, ah. 
and just released everything. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But then I had to wait a few more a few more times until right. I got to really play play. But sure. it was it was a wonderful feeling. It was definitely a wonderful feeling be able to make it and do something you love and something I've been I've been working my whole life for. And I'm still I'm still keep working. Uh I know you asked earlier yeah. what, what with my goal, I, how long I expect to play. My goal is to play till I'm forty years old. And then after I'm after I'm retired at the forty, I wanna be in my first UFC fight by forty three. My Elise uh, is shaking her head. <laughs> lots of kids, UFC fight. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of my questions was going to be, what was your alternate plan? But I feel like that's a terrible question because you had no alternate. You you are like to get to where you are. You're so singularly for, focused there. You didn't even let that stuff get, creep in your mind. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't no alternate plan. It was just being patient and just staying in shape and pick up some other things as the way of. My time of this time until I get uh get a bit clear from everything. So it wasn't all to the plan, just sure. stay in shape and sure. I don't know a lot of people like, man, I don't see how you go through it or how you go through that. I was like, it was it was really just 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 being patient for the most part because I knew God I already knew God had it taken care of before I am before anything. So I wasn't worried or nervous about anything because I knew God had taken care of it. So the biggest thing was just staying in shape. Just so proud of him. I, I, I hard, like, hardly can tell. I can <laughs> so, so, I, I, I mean, I, I heard your story through Nikki here. Uh -huh. For you to tell it, like, it's, it's amazing. He's it's, incredible. It's, it's, it's second to none that I've ever heard about someone's path to the NFL and stuff like that. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's amazing. What it's else do you want to talk about? Uh, what else I want to talk Anything about? we didn't ask you, you want to say? Mm. Any Alexanderisms? Uh, <laughs> I think we hit by That's everything. a first. That, Alexandrians, Alexanderisms, Alexandrisms. He'll say things, and I'm just like, "What did you?" I got one that people know. Well, they already know. Oh my god! Ooh, pardon me. That's the cat. That was that was, that was the cat. I just marinated your oh. house just oh. a little bit. Awesome. I'm gonna go turn on the fan. I'll be right back. I'll did the right mic back. pick that right up? Back. What is happening? I'll be right back. You don't got to turn on the fan. It's going to marinate the house. <laughs> you are out of control. Oh, AJ. <sighs> He's breathing it in. That, my, that was uh, the dino. About time to take a good old nice shower now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, y'all like my socks? My dino socks? So oh, let me tell you, my oh, gosh. Oh, these are the ones that are just in. Oh, yes. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. That dino is socks. awesome. We saw it. Hold on a second. Hold it up one more time. There you go. I just guess you didn't see it. There you go. <laughs> wow. I wear my dino socks all. I got like probably about six pairs of dino socks, and I wear them all the I time. I love it. Well, before we go, will you give us a dino? Oh, I gotta get the close up on them. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta do it first. We got well. You gotta coach us. Uh, I'm gonna coach, coach you, but okay. you do it first. Right. So. So tell us about the hand placement. So it's a kind of a tire, 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 T Rex, Raptor. Yeah. So. When you change into it, you okay. gotta like roll your head. Okay, roll okay. your hand. Hold and then when you're rolling good. your head, one of the hands come up into a claw. <laughs> and then you start bringing it up like this to another claw. <laughs> and then that's when you just make your noise. How's the noise go? Go ahead. Y'all gotta do it first. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that was a good thing. It's more a high pitch. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like a cat almost. <laughs> We're too rich. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't even reach my water. I can't reach my water. Arr, get my water. Blow out the candle because he burned it. It could blow. It could blow out. I get that we had a candle. I would have. I would have put that out before you farted. Oh my gosh, AJ. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for having me, y'all. I can't wait to watch you be a daddy. And make sure y'all go shop at the Chief Beast. Chiefbeast.com. Amen. Do it. All right. So before we leave, uh, we have a couple of announcements. First of all, thanks for the five people that watched the first uh, yeah. or listened to the first podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks for all the friends for the input, right? Yes, we love So you we're on um, Instagram? Instagram. It's called and Not The News Podcast. Okay. YouTube? YouTube, Not The News Podcast. Why are you talking like that? Because it's my announcer voice. It's very weird. Because <laughs> you drop the announcer voice? Um, and then uh, what else are we on? I think that's it. Oh, Instagram, YouTube, and and our podcast, and our podcast, and this, on, and that's what you're listening to. Apple. Yeah, so, right on Pinterest. Will you set that up for us? <laughs> <laughs> Will you run our Pinterest accounts? All right, send well. your Pinterest inquiries to Alexander Johnson. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Go Alexander. number forty-five. Go forty-five. Go Broncos. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank y'all. All right. That was like thirty minutes, huh? That was the longest. That was great. I only did like two podcasts.